Local elections and a referendum about spooks in the Netherlands. Collapsing and declining retail sales figures in the United States and another supermarket is giving it up in Eindhoven, the Netherlands. That's this and more in today's episode of Hof Profit. So check it out, listen, hofprofit.com and don't forget to share, like, retweet and subscribe. For your daily profitable moment and your daily profitable fun. And I would say an extremely warm welcome. We are in the day prior to local elections in the Netherlands. So people can decide which politicians are going to be allowed to be drunk and do nothing and ruin their town. That's basically all that they are doing. So, and that's fine. That's the way that's what politicians are intended to do. That's all their, their business is. As I promised you yesterday, we're going to have a chat about the local elections. And earlier this day, today, a Dutch blog article was published to just over 18,000 Dutch voters. With basically my comment, if you're in the Netherlands, if you're in Eindhoven and you're allowed to vote, vote LPF. The reason that I say so is relatively easy. Uh, all true that I don't fully agree with the party. They are somewhere halfway, if you would say, where we agree and where we disagree. It's one of the few political parties who always... Emphasis on a balanced budget for the city without increasing the tax on the people. And if there was a problem with the government, they take it up for people. They stand up and and talk for people. To give you an idea, there was a person and as some hobby and day activity, he was selling Christmas trees. And there was a decision that he needed to license and the city was really bullying this guy. Basically what they are doing with me. And... What they did after uh, and what he did, uh, what the LPF did was, they went to the city council, asked questions, and kept asking questions. And what you need to realize, Eindhoven is an extremely leftist political town, so I really hope that it will make six major steps towards towards a more libertarian and conservative mindset in town. Just less government, more freedom. And this is one of the best ways to get it, because what we are now heading for in the Netherlands is... A lot of the same. It's extremely likely that the ruling majority part, the, the ruling party, will become the biggest one, or a Christian party will become the biggest one. Th- that's just a difference of a few thousand votes, so just a few seats. And then we get the big question: Who's going to solve the mess? And the mess in Eindhoven is extremely big. I mean, this, the town is aiming to achieve in almost impossible things, but all the low-hanging fruits and all the easy things to collect are they failing? And this is really bad, at least in my opinion, because if you would get all the low-hanging fruit first and don't try to get the tough things, get the easy things first, then you can bring your town towards a lot more, a lot more activity. I mean, my, I once had a debate with someone about this, and he said about Eindhoven is a town that should have more uh, high-sport international activities. And I totally agree with him. I mean, you should participate in uh, events abroad, and you should have more events. And... He said it was a pity that Eindhoven did not become the World Football Championship town, which was basically bought by Qatar and Russia. And I was just wondering, the city paid 2 million to this bid, which was basically thrown away money. And I was just wondering and asked Stefan, we have a big, we have two professional football teams. Why not do the following? Say to the biggest one, we want you to organize two tournaments a year. One in the Christmas holiday period and one in the summer holiday period. In your stadium and we want a full stadium. Twice for a week. Just from Thursday to Sunday games. 
Because if there is a football game, there is a lot of uh, activity, uh, likelihood, and the town has uh, a lot of things to do. So why not say this and simply say we put the money into it, we want you to do it. And say to the second one with a lot smaller stadium, we want you to do the same but then with instead of the big teams from around the world and I mean with the foot with the big football stadium you have to sell 35,000 35, tickets. So let's say that you are selling 20,000 tickets, let's say 15,000 in an that you uh, are, can monitor all the games from your team, so seven and a half thousand tickets a team, and the rest to one day, one day or one event tickets. And the interesting, at least in my opinion, on it was that then you have a lot of activity, and you could get the big teams from Europe, which are basically dominating the world, get them in, play, simply say, well, there's an, uh, over a million to uh, make money out, you can make a million out of it. And say to that team, from, well, we want, the we, want the we want money back with interest, so over the next 10 years you pay interest. So for the first 5 years you pay the interest on the loan, and after 5 years you start repaying from the profit. And then what we want is that activity. We want that there are, we want basically that, there is, that the shortage in housing is so in the hotel rooms is so big that hotel companies drop by and put on new hotels and activity build and have those fun. And then you can say to the second team, well, we want you to do it with, uh, with the teams from around the area. Or, for example, organize a Christmas Eindhoven tournament. And in the preparation, get the teams from the Brainport area and around here over. Just for some friendly games, have fun. And he was just saying, oh, that's a brilliant idea. You should talk with our event division. And I was just thinking... This is... Everyone can imagine this. Everyone can work this out. This is just common sense. And then you, yes, you are spe still spending two million, but you have two to four big events a year that are making the town a big town, and you can do a lot of nice and funny things with it. And that's what they should do. But instead, they basically thrown two million into an organization which is was at that moment highly rumored to be corrupt, which was financially extremely successful, and they lost. And then what I would say, I mean. And on, you could also simply participate. You have an Eindhoven company that makes trucks. There are truck racings, there are truck rallies. What do do? How can you help them to participate and slowly move towards the top? You have a football team who is playing almost every year European football. What do they? What are they needing to move forward? You have a guy who is competing in endurance racing. What do you need to participate to help him to do this? On, for example, every two months or something, every or do the few races and to increase this and get the economic activity out. For example, the, those football tournaments, you could make a deal that, well, we can make you great sponsor packages, but you need to set up your activity here, a facility, and that then, for example, let's say a team from the United Kingdom, a team from Germany, and a team from, from let's say, it was not a big football nation, Russia and Turkey, they drop by, and... As a result, they announced advanced 32 new projects that are going to take place and just profitable companies. That's what I want to do in this town. And that's what I would like to see. And then just every year again, it would be so great to get those things out. It would be so lovely. It's just, and in my opinion, it's extremely sad that they are not doing it. They are wasting money uh, into potentially corrupt organizations. They are closing down facilities that if you manage them a bit better, you can say... Well, we can run them without a loss. I mean, if you have an ice skating track which you close four to five months a year, now we all know that you are losing money on the ice skating track. So why not have or have in the summer when it's closed two to three big concerts 
a week just to make some money that you save on. We have a big facility, it's expensive, we want to make money because we want to have it financially feasible. I mean, the, the, the ice skating track was losing over a million a year and the city council was talking for days if they would do the all the maintenance work via an external company. It would mean a cost saving of 500,000 euro then compared to the city of Eindhoven doing it itself. And I was just thinking, sure, grab that uh, budget, grab the cut of half a million and hey, at the same time, have a look at all your sporting facilities if another one can do it cheaper. It's just... It would make sense to me, at least in my opinion. But it's really terrible that they are... So that's why... For those things, and just those common sense things. I mean, another prime example of money waste in the city of Eindhoven. If they have a job opening, they are hiring an external person to be a witness and be part of the every job interview. So why not simply put it online, invite all your unemployed people, or simply say, well, we are a bankrupt government, Everyone who leaves, we are not gonna hire new people. We're gonna do more with less. That's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna execute budget cut after budget cut without hurting the people. Well, and that's basically the reason why I said if you basically agree with me, which as a lovely podcast listener I know you do, you are, I strongly suggest if you're allowed to check it out, vote LPF. And because also with a lot of things I have to admit I don't agree with them. And that's fine. They are one of the few parties who simply tells everything in your face. So, no matter what you think about it, they are honest. And, let's face it, where do you find honest politicians? They are very rare to find. All the listeners love to making some money. But you will have to pay tax upon your money. But, that's to change. You can save on your tax. Pay no tax. Completely legal. Start earning more money, so you can take care for your beloved ones, so you can travel visa-free, get yourself the tax-free passport, get yourself the starting point to a tax-free lifestyle. A lifestyle which is an ultimate freedom. Hofprofit.com slash passport. I say Hofprofit.com slash passport. The American retail sales figures are out and that means that we can have a look if the people are who are having a job, if they are spending the money. And the clear answer is no, retail sales figures are down. And that's a really bad thing. So if, like some people say, the economy is going great, then I have a big question. Why are people not spending their money? I mean, in my opinion, you should spend the money. I mean... The prime example to see what my people are doing with the money is just to look at what's happening. Uh, look at the retail sales figures. And yes, you have Amazon. And yes, you have Alibaba moving in. And yes, if you are living in Alaska, Puerto Rico or, or Hawaii and you are, are an Amazon Prime customer, yes, Amazon ships the products for you for free. So you can get your toilet paper delivered to you for free. So. The only thing Amazon really cares about is doing the sale. And making money is something that they will figure out later. And that's okay, because they have investors who are used to working on this method and who are making money into retail and high tech. And those investors know that we need to make that you need to get to the customers and at a certain moment you are dominant. And then it's extremely tough to challenge the dominance. I mean, who's gonna challenge Amazon? eBay is in the party is in a slightly different market, so they are doing something different. So they are not doing it. The only one who's basically trying it is Alibaba, but Alibaba has 15 billion on the bank account, and they are gonna invest at least 5 billion of it into 
innovations and infrastructure. So, like I tell you now already what's gonna happen. Alibaba is gonna expand its own international airline just to ship the things that you sell on Alibaba to do it in-house. And they are gonna do it on such a way that it will boost the Chinese aviation. And with the struggles with Airbus, I think that they are gonna move towards an Airbus A380 cargo under the deal that the complete A380 program is gonna be manufactured in China. That means that a few thousand jobs from Europe will be terminated by Airbus. They will be replaced by people in China. The, Chi the Chinese have an internationally highly expected and respected uh, aircraft in production. And then they can, they have something and they can simply say to airliners, well, if you can use it, buy the A380. But if you look at all the aircraft that Alibaba and all those airliners need, I mean, it would be a really good, tremendous improvement of the aviation sector. And once again, I mean, the smart thing of, of this is that people are always saying, well, the Chinese are stealing it. No, they simply make a deal. And if you want to buy it, if you want to sell it to us, which is not compulsory, no one is forcing you to sell to the Chinese, no one is forcing you, then this is our demand. And, well, with an aircraft costing half a billion each, yeah, well, I can understand that they have a position to blame. And the interesting part will be, in my opinion, which European airport will be the European cargo hub. That's what I'm wondering about. Which airport is it gonna be? And that will be really interesting, because the landing and the handling of this, this aircraft will create over a thousand jobs. So, oh yeah, it's not small, low-paid jobs. But if you have, if I would say, say to a city, hey, you want to have thousand low-paid jobs? They say, yes, we want them. We want low-paid jobs. Well, we prefer high-paid, but thousand new jobs? Yes, please, it is great. Because they, more and more people are realizing it's, this system is going to collapse. And what you, and you see that in the sales figures. I mean, for me, it's pretty obvious why people are not spending their money. At the moment, the American consumer is living on borrowed money. They have to pay off the debt. The only reason the economy is not collapsing is due to the, to the highly depressed and due to quantitative easing kept extremely low interest rate. Well, what they now should do is, due to the good going economy, they actually, they sh uh, so the economy is going reasonable. But only because the interest rates are low and no, that's not going to work. So when the Fed is going to stop quantitative easing, they simply going to move the interest rates up. And you will see, uh, once again, a complete collapse of the United States economy. And that's okay That's okay if you are prepared for it. And if you are prepared for it, this is going to make you extremely rich. But you need to be prepared. So it will not be a really big surprise for you that I'm developing an e-training and an e-book about this. They will get out soon and I will organize a launch party which I will sell the tickets for. So check out hofprofit.com and keep just keep a look at it. I will tell you when it's there. And then what I consider interesting is people talk innovation. Governments talk innovation. And Amazon is simply and all those web companies, we, we are killing retail. We are shutting down shops. I mean in the past, you get you went to your bookstore to buy a book. Now you go online, you order a book, and you get it in your post. It means an explosion in low-paying job. I mean, the postal delivery person is low-paid. Actually, most people are paid just for every package they deliver. They get a few, they get one or two euro cents, and the only way they can survive is by delivering a lot of packages. And then they are. This is the new economy. This is a hybrid economy, and 
ultimately you have to look and move towards such something new. And unfortunately they are not realizing this, they are not doing it. And I would simply say, realize it as a government, move on and take it on and make sure that you are the next winner in this economic fight. The Brexit is here, Article 50 is triggered, the talks are going on, unprecedented change will happen. We know this, we know things for certain. The Brexit is a profit maker, at least if you are open for making some money. Get yourself the profitable Brexit report. It explains how the Brexit could happen, the economic fundamentals, finally also a few great methods to make some money on the Brexit. So are you a profit maker? Are you someone that's open-minded when it comes to making profits? Check hofprofit.com slash Brexit. Yeah, we're heading to in the final segment of the show and I got a scoop in it for you. Yes, it is a terrible scoop, at least in my opinion, but after the sales and the minutes of the regional and day supermarket, which I'm a really small shareholder in and I will vote against, but a quick check already proved that I'm the only one. The rest just want to get the 400 million, which, unf which I could understand. Unfortunately, then we are still stuck with the minority share into two different supermarkets and some cash on the bank, which we have no common sense uses for. So I'm extremely afraid that the Sleeker board is gonna do something stupid with it. But the supermarket I do, most of the regional, uh, the regional supermarket Jan Linders decided to sell its newest store in Eindhoven. The one that was most likely to make a profit from time to time um, is now uh, being sold. They're going to transfer it into an Aldi, so the German retailer is taking on a new uh, shop. Which is an interesting alternative, because now the number one supermarket has an alternative on price and marketing power against it, so that's extremely good. The only really, really, really sad thing, in my opinion, is that all the supermarkets I really like are closing down. And that's extremely sad. And the supermarket in Eindhoven, it was, in my opinion, always it would be a struggle to get it profitable, but, well, there was an alternative, and here in Eindhoven, Albert Heijn is an extremely dominant supermarket. You had an alternative with good meat that if you bake the meat, it's not, it, is, it didn't show meat with water, but it was re meat remained the same size. They, had ex they were relatively expensive, but they had extremely good offers. I mean, one plus one. I mean, I'm gonna organize a birthday slash product launch party, and the chicken that I'm gonna uh, put on the grill, if they are still open, it's gonna come from them. If it's not open, if they are not open, then no, they're not gonna supply it. So easy is it. But. I'm extreme. I'm extremely. I don't like it, and but I must admit I can understand it. Um, in Eindhoven, they are losing money every day, and the the company is really good in another type of community, and this is not the type of community that they can handle. To give you an idea, they have a lot of expats, a lot of nomads, and people with basically everything global, and. They are not accepting American Express, they are not accepting PayPal, they are not accepting Mastercard, all those things they don't accept. And that's really, really, really sad. But there's nothing to do against it. I mean, this is what's happening, and they are basically taking down, and it's of my expectation that within a few years they are sold to another supermarket chain, or they join a supermarket chain as the local franchisee, that they say, well, all our 60 shops are gonna be transferred to a new brand, and 
what we are gonna do is within the brand we are one of the big uh, shop owners and then they ultimately gonna build an alternative and for this I once again see a role for a Sleeker participation called PLUS which basically if Sleeker is smart they simply buy it and they still have a supermarket na national and one which is actor actual going very well um yeah with this extremely sad news i'm gonna leave you that's how easy it is um i look forward to you talking tomorrow um let me know what you think about the show leave a comment and cheers and make it a profitable day